Hey, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it is. Hello. It's your friends, Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. It's the May 22nd, 2021. Uh, joining me as always, well, first of all, my name's John. Joining me as always are my co-host, Tom. Hey, how's it going today? And Alex. Hey there. Happy uh, Victoria Day. I guess we're recording it on Victoria Day, aren't we? Yeah, this is our Victoria Day extravaganza. Although I think I checked the schedule when this drops, it'll be like August 5th, so it won't matter. But uh, uh, happy, happy, Labor Day. <laughs> happy belated uh, Victoria Day. And it's another special Seltzer Sunday, Monday edition episode. Cue yeah. the Miami Vice theme. Well, I don't have already started, but uh, cue it again. All right, there yeah. we go. Cue it now. Cue it, oh, cue it now. Okay, cue it now. <laughs> All right. Now we're back. All right. <laughs> All right. So today, let's just get into it. We're talking about, um, and this is also not only a Victoria Day extravaganza, this is also a special cherry bomb. Cherry bomb. So we're doing three sure. cherry flavored seltzers. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, White Claw, Nude, and Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, do you guys have anything to mention before we get into it? I just want to say I, these are all going to be black cherry. And a yeah. uh, shout out to the Runaways for making that song, Cherry Bomb. Yeah, shout out to Runaways. I was just gonna say I um I really like cherry like seltzers. I have to say if there's like a box, I always get to have the cherry. They're gone first, all that. And like I don't really like sweet pop or anything, but I feel like these are all excellent. So I'm excited. Yeah, we haven't done. I know we haven't talked about like a few of these. Like uh, actually, I think all three of these brands we actually haven't chatted about them yet. But I think we're gonna probably do uh, a deep dive into them because they have a whole swath of flavors uh, to talk about. So stay tuned for future episodes. We're gonna get into all the white claws and all the all the nudes and all that. So. All right. Do we want to do we want to just get started? Anything else to say? How's uh, how's Monday going? It's going great because we're doing <laughs> seltzer Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be better in about half an hour, I'd say. Once we're Anyhow. But yeah, I'll kick things off. Um, so this is probably my go-to seltzer, um, which is just like totally off-brand considering I drink like the most domestic, unflavored types of beer. But this is the... Uh, the White Claw Black Cherry Seltzer. Um, so it's 5% alcohol volume, 140 calories, um, known as a sparkling hard seltzer. Um, but they describe it as black cherry seamlessly balances the tartness and sweetness of a ripe summer cherry. It's the perfect introduction to the crisp, refreshing taste of White Claw Hard Seltzer. Um, in terms of the brewery itself, um, White Claw was created by Mark Anthony Brands International, which is based out of Dublin as part of a, the wider Mark Anthony Brands group. Um, oh, really? As the innovation hub within the wider business, um, they briefed Bulletproof London to create a brand for health conscious people who are looking for an alcoholic drink without the calories. And this is why these seltzers have gotten so popular as you're looking at um, when I said 140 calories, I was for a tall can, but all of these beverages come in at hundred calories or less. And I think that's why they're, they're so popular. People who are looking for kind of a health conscious option while still enjoying alcohol. Um, but yeah, the, uh, this brand created White Claw, but they also created Mike's Hard Lemonade, which has been kind of a staple, um, before this got really popular, um, as well. Um, but since launching in 2016, White Claw has seen its sales grow exponentially, and they're the, the leading hard seltzer brand as of January 2020. Um, it launched in Canada in 2020, so it was really popular in the States, and there was a big push um, from people who kind of followed this religiously um, to bring it up to Canada. Um, in 2019, it had 60% of the U.S. market share. Um, 
to the point where there were actual shortages across the U.S. Um, because it was so wildly popular. Still has seen massive sales gains, and they've had new flavors introduced. Um, black cherry is one of the staple ones. There's lime, there's mango. Um, that's kind of their top three, but they also just came out with watermelon and raspberry too. Um, very popular amongst uh, kind of the Gen Z and millennial drinking audiences. Huge presence oh, yeah. through social media. Very popular with women as well. It's not marketed like wine or other mixed yeah. drinks. And um, it's super popular in the college scene, fraternities, all of that stuff. Um, worth noting, um, uh, Trevor Williams, the video, <laughs> drink, drinking White Claw once, uh, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Yeah. Uh, that's up to 5.8 million views. And uh, that's a I'm, great episode. It's fucking yeah, hilarious. My, yeah, buddy, that... my buddy Doug always sends me photos on Snapchat of him having these and just in all caps, just says no loss. Uh, yeah, yeah, that video, like that, all the culture kind of around it really helped to kind of cement this as kind of the go to drink for, you know, college age young people. It's really, as like the video is, it's really popular with like the frat bro scene you know, slinging some claws. Yeah. And, I, and I did some looking into, I, I was hard, I had a hard time finding like true sales numbers, but um, it was suggested that it's almost like a 50, 50 split between women and men who drink this, which is like vastly different from I'd imagine most other uh, drinks. Usually they tend to be almost overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly men, unless they're like a marketed specifically to women, like skinny girl tail drink, like, you know, they're very yeah. like feminine <laughs> presented and yeah. they presumably have more sales with women. This one's different because it's, it's, very like neutral it's just kind of presented as is it's not everyone for a drinks specific audience yeah it's it's just kind of uh and it's really interesting i mean this is kind of the king of the of the of the seltzer scene as a, as it really right now. yeah this is, this is seltzer like this is when i think of a seltzer i instantly go to white claw like i know course has yeah. it but light has it which we're actually going into as well we've already actually tasted the course one but um this is the seltzer in my books um yeah worth noting 3.3 on untapped and there's no rating on beer advocate Ooh, really? Well then. Yeah. So um, yeah. What do you guys what think? Do you think? I think this can kind of is cool because I never knew. I'm like, why did they call it white claws? And then it kind of was like, it's the white caps on the waves. So there's like a numerous. It's the white claws. <laughs> I literally didn't even realize that until you said that. I looked at the logo yeah. right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that's sense. why I was kind. Of, that's why I was like, I was always kind of like, why the fuck with the club because when i first heard i'm like white claws i thought it was gonna be like some like monster energy kind of thing where it's like slash like, yeah, through like a polar bear <laughs> yeah like a, something along those lines but and it kind of gives off the like it almost gives off like a socal kind of image to it yeah. with the waves yeah. but i think all these cans look very identical throughout the line with white claw they just have the color scheme to represent the flavor profile and I like the color it. tab on the on the cans too. Yeah, that's kind of handy. You get the pink uh, tab on top. Oh, mine doesn't have that. Oh, yeah, mine does. Really? Yeah, Did you have a do. tall boy. Mine's a mine's a tall boy. Yeah, is that the difference? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, mine's a tall boy. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of them have that like, color caps. Mine didn't. That's odd. But uh, yeah, I like the I like it. The logo is really interesting. It kind of reminds me of like the Minnesota Timberwolves logo with like kind of like the name going across and around. And I like the design of it. Yeah, as you as you said, like it's the similar cans to all of them. They just change up the colors and text for the different flavors. Um, but otherwise, I actually think there's a lot of cool details here. Like I like the kind of top border ribbon that talks about, you know, how much one gram of sugar, gluten-free, uh, natural sweetener, natural flavor, sorry. Oh. It's got the nutritional information as well, which is appreciated. It's also got a little bit of a little blurb saying, you know, White Claw made pure, crafted using only the finest natural flavors to deliver a surge 
of pure refreshment mm-hmm. and a hard seltzer. I like when companies really hype up their the can as you're reading it. You're like, oh my god, I'm building hype. I can't wait to drink it. Yeah, and it's <laughs> um, also gluten free. Yeah, yeah gluten free. So if you if, if if that's the only type of drink you can drink, you're you're set. You can drink this one. So. Yeah, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to give it an eight. I really like the white and the black and the pink, to be honest. It's like, it's a very, you see that can from like across a, across the liquor store, you know what you're getting. Um, and in a very competitive market, like it sticks out. So um, yeah, eight for me. I'm going to, I'm going to second that as well. I guess you I think you sold me on that. It's very easily recognizable in that matter. I think the logo sticks out compare it. And again, like social media and like the whole like Trevor Wallace like uh, like videos that he did about this where he's like doing like the the white cloth falls off the rocks and stuff like that and he's just like this is pretty much just like a LaCroix that went to a private school like there's <laughs> like I love it it's pretty good and I think when you look at it, it kind of resembles a lot of that so I want to give it an eight as well what about you John uh, I'm gonna give it a 7.5 I like I think um it, while it is slightly plain I, I do think that you know it has a nice look to it I like kind of the composition of the can um, I like that, you know, all the cans have the very specific colors uh, for the different flavors. Like if you see this one way far away, you'll know it's black cherry. If you see kind of uh, the green one, you know, it's the, the lime flavor. If you see like the orange, you know, it's the mango. So it's, it's really easy to tell them apart, which is kind of nice. And uh, yeah, they've just, they've done a really great job at overall marketing and branding around it. It's kind of become iconic. Like when you see this, it just makes you think of like summer and, you know, having drinks and, you know, with your buddies and it, it just brings some good feelings, makes you warm on the inside. So we're going to be even warmer on the inside once we crack these open. So right, yeah. I'll count us down here. Shout out to the ASMR audience in three, two, one, crack them. Oh, that was good. That smells that good. Nice. This smells very sweet cherry. I like it. it yeah, it smells, it smells like, like gummy, like cherry, like a Pauline gummy. Kind of sparkling water instead. I was going to just about to say this reminds me exactly like the president's choice sparkling blue menu. Water. Yeah, you know, not the blue menu. Shut the fuck. Oh, up we talked about menu. this already. Yeah, like the larger yeah. bottles, like the but, yeah, the one liters. It's the Safeway brand. Growing up in Alberta, the black cherry. Like this is the exact same smell. Hoping for the same taste. I mean, it, it's the same it's color. It's it's yeah. clear. It's got bubbles. Yeah, I don't know why we're pouring these. They're all clear. I know, but you don't get the canned taste, I guess, if you yeah, don't leave it depth. in there. Wow, it's very that sweet. Phenomenal. Ah. I like this. Oh, that's refreshing. I find, I find it very sweet, not very dry. Like, it's very wet. <laughs> yeah, very it's wet very taste. wet. Moist. <laughs> very moist. Very moist taste, but yeah, it's not a, not a very dry taste. Very sweet. Um, and it so, only has one gram of sugar. I love yeah, which it. is interesting because uh, it, you, if you told me it was just one gram of sugar, I would probably would say uh, I would be surprised by that because it does taste very sweet. Uh, worth noting, 140 calories in the tall can, so it's packs a bit of more of a punch in that in that realm. I think it actually is still 100 calories just on the regular cans. Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah, because it's a tall boy. They yeah, they make like the skinny cans. I've seen those ones as well too. The yeah. slim cans. They're just the same size as a regular can. So yeah. one thing I did want to note is they've just started like rolling out a bunch of new flavors for this. Um, but in Canada, you can get this black cherry, you can get lime, mango, uh, you can get grapefruit, which I've had. That's very good. It's kind of hard to find. And then they have watermelon, watermelon. but in the U S you can also get lemon and tangerine, which I think would be awesome as well. I wouldn't be that surprised. Sounds really good in here and like a, 
in a few yeah. years or maybe even a few months, who knows? Yeah, this is quite good. This is easy drinking. It, it's worth noting, it, it's, it, I'm looking at Untapped, it, it, the description that they take from it says it's described as tart, tartness and sweetness. I don't really find much tartness, to be honest. I, I, I find just a find slight bit of sweet. tartness. Yeah, maybe in the aftertaste, but I, I just find it kind of overwhelmingly sweet. Uh, but it, it's not it's not negative. I do like the cherry flavor, and uh, it's not too overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my take, I like this. I'm going to rate this very high, but I will say you can't just have like a six pack of these or else you're going to feel like you're diabetic. Like it's very sweet. Um, it's the, it's ironic because it tastes sweet, but there's like no like sugar in it. And I mean, that's what have, freaks me out. You can compare this to other ones. Um, like um, I will say like, we're looking at some that are vodka based, malt based. Um this is just honestly, I would say for the cherry taste, this is what I would want in a black cherry drink. Oh yeah, these are considered malt based, though, correct? Yeah. Because it just says it just says alcohol. That's what's in it. It doesn't say malt or anything. That's what I'm always confused about. I'm like, is this vodka based? Is it malt based? Or is it? Does it have its own thing? It just says contains alcohol. It doesn't really say how it's and cane sugar. Yeah. Yeah. White Claw is a flavored malt beverage. Um, so the alcohol mm-hmm. comes from fermented sugar that's derived from malted but gluten free grains. That's how it's still okay. being a malt. Okay. That's how I was really confused with that. They really kind of have their, I think that's what makes it really good though, because they're in their own element that way. I find that they're, the White Claws are very sippable. Like, I mean, I feel like a lot of these cans are the way the marketer presented is like you're outside, you're, you're playing sports or whatever you're likely just to kind of drink them pretty quickly but i actually don't mind just kind of sipping on them because i find it's a pretty pleasant taste and it's even mm. still fairly carbonated like i'm halfway through and it's still fairly bubbly, yeah just so nice exactly i feel you on that carbonation level is very superior there's no head on these kind of seltzers so we can't really <laughs> mark that but do you want to get scores for taste um i'm going to give this an eight for taste nice I think this is pretty much like um, this is the bar for seltzers right here. Yeah, I'm going to give this an eight as well, too. Like um, one thing that I do like about this is just like one gram of carbs. And you, if you actually consider like a like a Budweiser, a 12 ounce bottle of Budweiser has 10.6 grams of carbs. So it is much like lighter. Um than kind of the beers that we typically sample so um yeah eight for me like i, I really like this i like it and i mean it's typically in the fridge here my, my wife hates it but i like it I really <laughs> doesn't like find it Burden. no we can, we can scrub the name there um but uh <laughs> yeah i was about to say i didn't mean to say that out loud but uh yeah we'll scrub out the name there but um yeah what like wine uh cider same thing like love cider but um when it comes to this stuff, it's just kind of the artificial taste, but that's something that I kind of like because you're not going to, I'm not having a bunch of black cherries, uh, <laughs> like at home. Like this is, this is the artificial taste is what you get. We can scrub that whole thing. I just, I talked up talking there. So it happens. <laughs> no, I love, I love putting in the bleeps. So like if I say, I know every time we word, say, Oh, we should edit this out. John's like, I can see him editing. Like, no, I'm keeping this in. No, I like to, I put, I have a little car alarm uh, beep noise. So if I say the word instance, you'll hear the noise. <laughs> the car alarm, so 
Just a little active uh, listening for exercise <laughs> yeah, for audience my, out there. My wife, car horn, everyone. Like, <laughs> Anyways, for taste for myself, I'm going to give it actually a little bit higher, 8.5. I just think this is a really pleasant flavor. This is kind of, oh. when I think of White Claw, I think of the Black Cherry. It's like the signature. It's like the Budweiser of like seltzers. Like I feel like this is just kind of the yeah. standard, which is ironic because we're going to be talking about like a Budweiser uh, beverage in this episode coming up coming up soon. Um, but otherwise, I just think it's a really pleasant taste. I, I really enjoy it. It's kind of my go-to if I have to grab a white claw. This is the first one I grab. If I have to grab any sort of seltzer, this is usually one of the ones I'll, I'll pick up. And I, I don't always have this on hand, but I like to sometimes usually grab a couple here and there. I find like it makes it, it makes it for a nice break uh, between beers and anything else. And it's it's quite nice on a hot day. So eight point five for me. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely refreshing. Mm-hmm. I'm coming in at a nine for the next part. Like Ooh. I think you said it well, John. Is like um i would recommend this to anyone like this actually checks a ton of boxes um this is exactly what you'd expect with kind of the black cherry and this is a staple like it's an institution white claw compared to a lot of these other brands that like we're going to try them and see how they rank and stuff but this one has been around forever and it's still rising above everything else that's that's being rolled out it's still selling it even higher like i I was i didn't put it in the show notes but i think like year by year it's like literally like 200% 200% over sales here like the, like the sales have been massively growing I mean they just came to Canada last year and like they they frequently just sell out and well not sell out but like they frequently just top all the sales um I haven't checked the sales recently I, I, I don't know if there's still 60% market share in the U.S. because there's been a lot of competitors but they're still incredibly high up there oh for sure and I think like we need to try the rest of these to be honest like oh, yeah. we really like the grapefruit one they didn't have it in Alberta for a long time but I had it when I was in BC last year I think now it might be in Alberta but um it is in Alberta now um, mango one for sure that like I, I feel like everyone gravitates to a mango seltzer I don't know why because there's better flavors in my mind maybe it's just because I'm allergic to mangoes so I hate them but um, we'll have to yeah. do a mango app, app with only artificial mango seltzers so you can drink them yeah. and, and then and um, be killed over <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then honestly like the lemon limes like we did the path to the ribbon and stuff and I do think actually looking at like what is a good lemon drink or lime drink that like tastes like a wedge of lemon and not like um some fake lemonade so yeah yeah uh, nine for me like i think it's it's excellent and i would like recommend this without hesitation so what do you guys think i want to give it an 8.5 for recommendation i think every like most people wouldn't be disappointed trying this like everyone would be like oh this is pretty good especially on a hot summer day Again, this goes in the theme of like, this is like, if you're on like a boat and you're jumping off into the lake or whatever, this would be very nice to have. Like, it's super refreshing. I don't think anyone would really want, like, want to turn it down. Uh, for myself, I'm going to give it a 10. Uh, this Whoa. is probably, if I had, like, if I had to recommend anything that we've done so far on the show, this is like one of the top ones. Cause I mean, I think, I feel like anyone would like this. If you're going to recommend seltzers as like a vodka soda or vodka seltzer or alcoholized seltzer as a drink this would be one of the first ones you recommend it's just incredibly tasty i would love i've I've had this many times i I don't really have a lot of nostalgia associated other than i just like to kind of uh, have it i mean i think it only came out in 2020 so this was like a quarantine exclusive release so (laughs) i've mostly just had this thing on my deck uh just in the sun relaxing uh not really good stories but um i think you could pretty much recommend this to like anyone and i think most people would love it and i think this is like one of the more recommendable drinks that we've had and presented so far so and for me yeah um no modifier for me really like this but i think we scored it quite well i'm going to give it the modifier i think this deserves it yeah 
White Claw gets it. This is the bar for seltzers. When you hear this, that's what you think of instantly, just from commercialization and media. Like when you think of hard seltzers, it's like, oh, White Claw. You know what? I was I wasn't sure, but I think Tommy convinced me I'm going to give the modifier. I just think this is kind of like the bar. This is the standard, and uh, it is. I just the think it's quite good. Is the standard. I, you know, I went I went into this like as our first drink, like kind of be like, oh, you know what, wake clock, you know, it's not. Well, I, I'm shocked how crappy. high you came in on the ratings. I thought you were going to be negative. You're like, this is sweet. I'm like, well, we're going to get in an argument later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, I kind of went into this kind of thinking. Oh, I, I bet you white claws are going to taste as good as like I think it is. But you know, like I cracked it open. I'm like. This is just really good. It, it, it is sweet, but it, it's quite drinkable. It's very moist, very wet, and uh, it's not dry. And it's just very pleasant. And I think it just would appeal to most people. So, yeah, it's going to get modified for me. So it's one just, thing I want to go on. We go to the next one is White Claw just came out with the Surge in the U.S., which is an 8% seltzer. And that's something that yeah. I'm going to travel and try because I like yeah. the, the high alcohol volume seltzers. That's that's alcohol thing. domestic isn't a... Thing at all that, that's the thing with these seltzers like uh, between like canada and, and the u.s like we usually get their stuff like a, a you know a few months to a year after but like uh, there's they're the market space of them and the sales have been rising incredibly so it's like even this summer like we just had like here in ontario uh you guys had some of them earlier than us but just the last month it was just like a wave of like a whole bunch of brand new seltzers and and drinks like that so probably going to be even be more coming by the end of the summer by the time we're we're still recording stuff so uh, be interesting to see what comes up next. Oh, it's me, right? Nude. Okay. Talking uh, about the nude. Nudie. We're getting we're, nude. We're not getting nude, <laughs> but we're talking about the drink nude. So the next uh, drink up is a nude vodka soda. This is, of course, it's a cherry bond episode, cherry bond episode folks. So it's a black cherry, another black cherry uh, drink. Uh, just to talk a little bit about it. Uh, 5% ABV. Uh, it's uh, actually Canada's first white can vodka soda. So you know, we were, we were gushing about, you know, how popular White Claw is, but, you know, White Claw in Canada here was very much like kind of a recent entry just within the last year and a bit, mm-hmm. whereas Nude and, and a few other brands that will probably feature in future episodes have actually been here in Canada for, for quite some time. Um, and actually, like, there was a lot of, like, hype and build up towards White Claw. Like, I know, like, when White Claw was kind of reaching its popularity in, like, 2018, 2019, all I could hear about was, like, White Claw, White Claw, White Claw. And here in Canada, there was just, like, here in Ontario, like Georgia Bay, like new neutral. I'm like, I don't know what White Claw is. But yeah, like, you want a Palm Bay? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's made with triple distilled gluten free vodka. Um, this is a little bit of descriptive information about the drink itself inviting aromas and flavors of ripe raspberry and lemon, fruity and flavorful on the palate with a crisp, clean, and dry finish. A wonderful companion to raspberry lemon tarts or enjoy as a refreshing starter before a meal. I like how they kind of give you a little bit of information about how to consume it. Um, I'll get to the can in a second, but um, just to go real quick, um, the Nude Nude is actually one of the first makers in kind of a space here in Canada. They, they were started up in BC um, mm-hmm. as an alcohol beverage company. Um, in Vancouver, wanted, they, correct? Yeah, their, their kind of mission was kind of to develop kind of like a healthier alternative um, in kind of this like alcohol, canned alcohol, beer space. And that's sort of mm-hmm. what you see now in recent trends with these sales of these seltzers. They've been kind of increasing because a lot of consumers tend to be a little bit more health conscious. They want to consume less calories. Um, they're not into drinking like the heavier IPAs and the heavier lagers and stuff like that. Um, you know, before a dude launched 2017, there, there was nothing on the shelves in Canada that really reflected these choices. And now they have, they have their vodka sodas. They've also got a few gin sodas, tequila sodas, iced teas, hard iced teas, and, and other stuff like that. Um, anyway, so I'll talk a little bit more about them, but I just want to get into the can. 
I, I don't know about you guys. I, I do like the can. I get it because it says nude. Therefore, there's not a whole lot of details on the can. It's very minimalist. Um, I am a maximalist. I hate minimalism. And I, I personally do not really like this can. I mean, I think it's fine, but it's just kind of boring to me. What do you guys think? I like how it's a play on words on it, like how it's just very simple. I wanted to touch on one thing on my can. I don't know about your guys, but it says nude supports your local animal rescue organization. Hashtag yes. adopt, don't shop. I thought that yes. was kind of cool. I was going to get into that. So there's, there's this hashtag positive nude. So I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be the one to always, <laughs> I, I'm very, you know, uh, I don't always want to be like, hey, corporate welfare. Hey, but hey, honestly, like nude. They've been actually really at the forefront of, of, of supporting animal welfare organizations across Canada, and I think in the U.S. as well, too. I should note, they started in Canada, but they're also available in the United States, so you might be able to get them for our for friends down south. Um, a portion of nude sales actually goes towards local and animal rescue groups. Uh, since their, it says since their reception, we've donated over $230,000, which to me sounds a little low. Uh, <laughs> since our goal is to donate $1 million by 2023. Like I, that might actually be a lot of money. I don't know. I, I feel like nude sells a lot, so I don't know. I, I have to nude. If I'm wrong and you're actually really great, feel free to come on our show and defend yourself. Yeah, DM us. We'll tag you on our Instagram <laughs> post. I'm trying don't to worry. shit on them. I'm just like, wow. Usually these companies, it's like, what was the one last week? Cores. It was like one billion dollars committed, and it's like, oh, half a. Uh, anyways, um, neither here nor there. But that, that's to say that yeah, nude actually does um, really put some effort towards their kind of activism towards animal welfare which is kind of cool to see that uh directly mm -hmm. on the I can just, and it's kind of a nice little perk yeah i thought it was kind of cool to see that and i also like the font that they use it kind of yeah. on, like on the black cherry it kind of in the on top it says unsweetened no sugar yeah. and they it's, kind of go with the theme of black cherry and use that color scheme what do you think about it alex you know i find this can incredibly boring like i know what they were trying to do with it especially just being nude and kind of like without frills it's, all of that it's very stuff. plain um i'm just not enthused i really did like the pet element um i have a dog and uh i'm pretty uh pretty pro animal especially when it comes to like adoption agencies and like animal rescue yeah. and all that stuff so um that being said just not impressed with the can and given the fact that like we're on what episode 22 now i'm gonna come in quite low here like i'm giving this can a like a 5.5 i just don't really see anything in it Ooh, oh ouch. wow ouch wow ouch. yeah ouch my soul anyhow <laughs> i'm going to give this i'm going to be a little bit more optimistic on this i'm going to give it a 6.5 i think it did play well on like the wordplay and like their branding i just think that this also represents like kind of imitates other like, kind of vodka sodas and that it, i'm not saying like it looks like a neutral can but it can be easily mistaken for one and yeah, it kind of it blends in like with other it's not like easily recognizable unless you're kind of pretty up close but when you get into the liquor store and you're in that section of the vodka soda seltzer places a lot of them look alike and this kind of looks a lot like the rest well, I'm that's the only reason that. why are nude and neutral the same company because like they could probably sue each other don't believe so that. i do not believe so. i know because it's like Nude neutral. It's only. I think it's a wholly different company. I'm. I'm actually fact checking on the spot. Like I know that, but I just I feel like they are the exact same can. Like they, uh, they look very similar. That's what I'm neutral, saying. Like neutral's a, a wholly different company. Although it, worth noting, neutral was opened in 2013, also in BC. So 
kind of in the same provincial oh. space, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, like that's I, weird. I think we should post a photo and tag both. What's going on? Mutual's like, hey, wait a second, we never thought of this before. Yeah, because you have not. I'm gonna, yeah, it's too bad. I can I share my screen? I should just. Um... Like, look, I'll, yeah. I'll try this first. This makes for a really good podcast. Like, no, I'm looking at it. Yeah, they look very they, right down to the font and stuff. It looks um, quite similar. Yeah, it looks very anyhow. Something's amiss. Are and honestly, yeah. I've gotten confused sometimes when I've been in the store and I've looked at like, oh, neutral nude. I, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll go to scoring. It's, I don't know if I want to necessarily like, be negative because it's like, um, you know they are one of the first players in the space and we're talking about like all these cans look a lot like them well they're like one of the first people out there them and mutual oh, true. In Canada, so mm, um, you're absolutely right I, I tend to be an anti-minimalist however uh, i should kind of be a little bit fair but i don't want to put my you know maximalist bias on it i do like while it's stripped down i like a lot of the composition i like the fonts the uh, for the logo itself it looks very modern very very chic very chic um yeah, i like all the details on top you know unsweetened no sugar um i like all that little like, they kind of have you know the, the typical nutritional information it's 100 calories for one can uh which seems for a small can is, is a little bit uh seems a little bit higher i like the little blurb about you know the hashtag adopt don't shop they really said they really show their corporate welfare there which is kind of nice to see uh also want to note um there was i couldn't find any scores on a tapter and beer advocate however on the lcbo website it had a 3.9 so take that for what it's worth um, i'm gonna give it a seven i think it's fine it's okay it's boring, oh, that's fair it's good that's else. fair that's fair john yeah all righty then well we're gonna have to crack this i guess so all right asmr get ready asmr you get your pants ready get your pants ready all right we're gonna count down three two one crack them that was excellent that was much sweeter much warmer I'll, i think alex had the best can crack this I, smells I, more I, like I, an actual chair i realized where the microphone is on this laptop i put it right there <laughs> I, this smells pretty good it smells and this sweeter. is also it's gonna also this is a vodka base as opposed to the white claws malt base I, I went to breathe in and I just inhaled like pure God damn it, John. Fizz. Literally, you do this like almost every time. Like, I, I want to smell my it. My sinuses just, for the pod. You're like, I wonder what this smells like. like <laughs> well, this tastes pretty good. You made me sound like an uh, imp from Doom. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see how it tastes. I mean, we should know unsweetened, no sugar. This is definitely less sweet than that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go on, John. I got to say, I kind of like it. I like that it's not as sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I feel like we're comparing apples and oranges, though. I feel yeah, like this is a right. healthier version of the already healthier seltzer, if that makes sense. Yeah, like this is vodka-based, and I think that really plays onto it. So you're getting a lot more alcohol Forward, not in the, that, not too much forward, but you're going to definitely taste it and feel it, as opposed to like other ones that are more kind of like sweeter. This is more tart in that sense. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I prefer. Sorry, go on, John. I was going to say it like 100 calories for a 355 milliliter can versus the four, four versus the 140 for the the 473. I feel like you're getting kind of a little bit more calories in this one, which is interesting. Oh, you're getting technically the same because the 355 and White Claw, it's 100 calories. Oh, okay. I can't math. Okay. And then they're bringing the same. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's just, uh, if you didn't know, it's just, it's 
because of the vodka, because that's what gives you your alcohol calories. This tastes much more like a typical vodka water. Like if menthol, yeah. I like my vodka. I sometimes just like to have tap water, throw in a little bit of flavoring, throw yeah, in some a vodka, little meal. Some little stoli on top. No, I got to this is a I should should just give them a shout out. I have this little craft shop near my house. They have a bunch of like little flavored uh, infusers. So it's like grapefruit and a bunch of other ones. Oh. I add a little, I top them off and it's it's quite good. But this like, just tastes it, like I, that. It, is it drops like bitters or is it like it's like a little yeah it's like a little like bitters kind of uh flavoring mm-hmm. thing so it comes in like a couple like a 60 ounce bottle or a little small bat sorry like a like a 15 ounce bottle and you can oh. just like top it off to your water with your or your cocktail mixer it's like a cocktail mixer basically but uh hmm. so i just uh, want to go like full circle here in case people like actually haven't tried these before um Going into the two of these, I would say the White Claw is for someone who kind of likes the fruity cocktails and all of that stuff. Um, not overly in, like if you like a Palm Bay or like a Smirnoff Ice or something, gravitate mm-hmm. towards the White Claw. This unsweetened nude is meant for people who like kind of the plain vodka soda. I'd say like this doesn't even have a lot of flavor in it in yeah. my mind. Like I, I feel like this is more just like an alcohol forward drink. Like if you if you like Ryan ginger and things like that, like this, or, or just straight up vodka soda with even just yeah. lime in there. Like this is, this is more That's like, where... um, than, than actually anything that's like overly sweet and like a pop almost. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, mean, like, I, I think we're comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. Here, like, um, it's its own element again. So what do you guys think for taste? Like, what would you rate it out of 10 here? I'll, I'll pick it off. Oh, okay. Seven. Right. Sorry. Seven I'm, very, I'm blunt. I'm going to be no, very okay. blunt with this because like I, I used to prefer nudes over like seltzers and stuff. Cause I like yeah. the vodka based and I liked it. It wasn't unsweetened and it was just a nice drink to have even on a hot day or really any day, really. Cause I just liked having vodka. And so I went through kind of a phase, I guess. I was like, I'm, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to drink hard liquor. It's just carbonated water. So that's a really kind of, but again, like some people might not think that this is as flavorful. And I think it's an, somewhat, somewhat of an acquired taste, but I, I enjoy it. So I'm going to give it a 7.5. I'm going to give it just i I'm going to give it an eight. So a hair lower than the white cloth. Like I like it. it it's it, to me, it's actually a little bit in some cases, uh, preferable because it tastes more like just kind of a plain vodka water like something i would mm-hmm. just make at home with what i have on hand um it's not uh, overtly sweet like i feel like this is kind of closer to what you would expect with the vodka water to me that's kind of a plus there's some people that might be a little bit more of a negative but i like it nonetheless i think it's quite nice uh, the kind of initial scent to it really was a lot different from the taste because it was it it smelled very sweet and very much like typical cherries I was like, oh, this is going to be even sweeter. And, and no, it wasn't, which was kind of odd. But no, I like it. I think it's neat. Nice. Mm. Um, I'm coming in at a seven. Um, and I'm actually going to kick it off right into the next score because I feel like what I'm going to say is actually going into the other stuff. So I'm giving it a seven because I like this taste when I when I have alcohol at home. Like I, I don't typically go for like a rum and Coke. Like that's like a very abnormal drink for me. Like a scotch and soda, a vodka soda and like a drop of lime or lemon is kind of where I gravitate towards. And like this, this honestly tastes very similar to even a club soda. Like um, yeah. I feel like the, the bubbly sodas, all of that stuff have a lot more flavor than something like this. Like this, this is more mm-hmm. vodka than, than flavor. That being said, so I'll give it a seven because it's something that I like, but when likely to recommend, I'm coming in at 6.5. And I would say like, you just need to tell people, 
specifically what they're getting. Cause I would say one, like in the summer, this does not quench your thirst. If you're outside, like this is, this is a much more dry drink. Like, I feel like if you had a bunch of these, you'd probably want to mix some water in there as well too. Um, and it's just not overly sweet. So um, yeah, 6.5 for me on that. You know what? I think I want to actually agree with you on this. I was going to try and rate it like maybe a step higher on that, but I think you kind of represented it well that you would have to tell people like this is kind of just, this isn't like something you can easily crush right as, as easily, but it still has good drinkability. Yeah. And I think some people's flavor profiles might not like it because it's being like a little bit more bitter or tart in that sense and not as sweet. But yeah. again, like I like, all of us, I think we can agree on that. We kind of like this kind of taste a little bit better. Yeah, and I'm actually going to go fairly high. I mean, even eight. Like, I, I think it's a little bit less recommendable than the white cloud because it's again, it's not as sweet. It's not like you know, you could not even like vodka and drink the white cloud. Like, I like it; it tastes good. You know, but you can have this, and, and you know, you taste the vodka a lot more. It's not as overly sweet. It's a little bit more. Um, it's a little bit more stripped down. It's a little bit more faint. Uh, but that being said, it's it's wonderful. It's very tasty. And I feel like, again, you could still recommend this to a lot of people. They like it. And I would recommend this to people who kind of, as Alex kind of said, are more into kind of like cocktails, more into kind of the liquor itself rather than just like kind of a substitute for like a beer, for like a party or so, that sort of thing. Um, I'm going to be pretty um, positive, Nate, for me. Nice. Um, okay. I would just say like, it is worth noting that not all of these are unsweetened. Like they do make versions that taste more like a White Claw. Mm -hmm. um and i've had them before and they they are much more like kind of punchy in terms of that flavor um do you want to give one shout out though because i do have um a couple of drinks that are made by them that i actually really like um and we could probably profile them on other episodes but um nude makes a tequila soda which oh. is oh yeah make a lime and a pineapple version i've had the pineapple one and it is fantastic Yo, tequila soda episode when? Let's go. Yeah, and they yeah. also make an, uh, they make an iced tea in both peach. Yeah, and I was just gonna tea. say the hard teas they make are really good. Yeah, yeah they make gin sodas as well too. Yeah, exactly. That they do gin in uh, in lemon, lime, and mixed berry. And then in terms of the the vodka sodas, they have in this is Canada. There's more in the U.S., but in Canada they have uh, they have lime, peach, grapefruit, cucumber, mint, which is fantastic too. I've had that raspberry lemon strawberry kiwi that's my favorite the raspberry lemon yeah and then mango uh cranberry raspberry and black cherry so there there are a lot of flavors but um there's just certain things that like pair really well being unsweetened like i um on the on the new iced tea is actually worth us trying to because it's an unsweetened version and like comparing it to oh, yeah. like like a twisted tea or a hey y'all or something would probably be hey y'all to too so yeah, we're gonna have a tea a Tuesday teas eventually. Tuesday uh, teas. Yeah. No clear off by Wednesday morning. <laughs> uh, I, I was just you're not gonna give it the modifier? No. Okay. I'm uh, not gonna give this the modifier actually as well. Yeah, no modifier for me. It's I liked it a lot, but uh I now I don't feel it's not in my heart. I don't feel like it. I always go gut feeling with modifier. The no modifier has to be from your heart. That's the whole point we yeah. have it. Yeah. Oh well then. I'm just. It is kind of. It's still like a nice sipping drink, though. That's what's. Yeah. 
Well, like, I mean, I feel like this is just one of those drinks that, like, it's nice to have around. And, like, this is just something that's just a very plain taste relative to what we just had. Like, I just feel like we no. just have vastly different drinks. Uh, definitely. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the next one right now. And uh, I think it's something very new to all of us. Well, into Canada, because, like... We're going to be introducing the Bud Light Seltzer, as we kind of been kind of mentioned. We've been mentioning it kind of on and off for this episode. Yeah, we kind of mentioned it in the Coors one. We said like Coors was like after the Bud Light, so kind of leads into this. So yeah, I'm going to just talk about pretty much this. I'm just trying to look up my show notes for this. So this kind of came out this year, and I think there was a lot of hype. I think I don't know if you remember from the Super Bowl commercial that happened last year is that they had like Post Malone doing it and he's like tasting the mango one and it was like pretty kind of funny and stuff like that and I think everyone in Canada was kind of like oh when are we going to get that because of the popularity of White Claw was just coming in at that time but again Bud Light kind of advertises as a unique five-step filtration process ensues a clean finish with no lingering aftertaste. Our natural carbonation and quality ingredients like sparkling water, real cane sugar, and natural fruit flavor create a light bubbly seltzer for any occasion. This launched again in 2020, later in Canada in early 2021. I remember like when I think this came out, me and Alex like ran to the liquor store to get this. Yeah, you guys have had it first, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. weird. Western this Canada. Literally this literally just came out like this month in Canada in in Eastern Canada, like in Ontario, Quebec. Like I just saw this in Quebec like this month, like early this month. So it's a pretty weird. recent uh, entry here in Canada. Yeah. Uh, can I mention one thing that I thought was kind of cool is in uh, yeah. late 2020, they actually came out with an ugly sweater pack. Oh, really? <laughs> and they were just like all like kind of like the classic ugly sweater themed can and they had uh peppermint patty apple crisp ginger snap and cranberry interesting oh um, peppermint what I, patty what i find interesting though is like you know it's marketed as bud light seltzer not like bud seltzer not like like budweiser seltzer bud light seltzer so it's like really like kind of leaning on towards like the bud light marketing and how kind of we've kind of seen over recently is like bud light is kind of really almost separating itself from Budweiser as like the beer itself. It's kind of like becoming its own kind of distinct thing. Its own entity. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, well, yeah. Cause I think this is like a four, this is 4% compared to the rest of one or 5%. That's what, kind oh, that's, of right. yeah. that's what kind of classifies it as a Bud Light. I'm pretty sure if, if they made a Bud Seltzer, it'd be 5%. Maybe. But again, this thing has 80 calories, which is the least out of the bunch. Mm -hmm. And one, but it still has one gram of sugar. Yeah, it does have less alcohol, which is, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting kind of format, I have to say. Like, uh, yeah, but, yeah. I want to I mean, kick off for the can. Oh, sorry, Alex, I cut you off. No, I would, the only thing I was going to mention is just um, the makers of Budweiser are really doubling down on seltzers and they're coming out with Michelob Ultra seltzers. They haven't hit Canada yet, but they have them in the U S with citrus, berry, apricot. They have a spicy pineapple, peach pear, cucumber, mm. lime. Like we're going to have a lot more seltzer episodes to go through. Yeah. This yes. is also like Bush light have the seltzers as well. Yeah. In the U S they don't have it here, but <laughs> they have it. Shout out to Bush beer. Please make Bush light readily available in Canada. It is yeah, here. I'm going to have to hook you, hook a brother up. 
Well, yeah, you're the bush lattes. I could get bush ice at my liquor store, no problem. Yeah, they have some here. I, I truly don't know how old the boxes are. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, they, they anyhow. Yeah, let's let's move on. What do you think about the can? Yeah. I was gonna say the can's kind of is very plain. Again, like I have a Bud Light can beside me because I was drinking it, and then it just kind of has like. You see, like the the crate, the flagstaff, like crest that they have on all Budweiser and Amhauser Bush, the whole AB and Bev crest that they put on all their products. Yeah, I like that. And then they just have it kind of say seltzer, like in the same color format as the flavor profile. There's not much else to it, really. This resembles like the perfect crispy boy, as always. Yep. But I don't know what you do. There's nothing else really. Sp- kind of fancy it's its own they try to make it its own but uh, i think it, it reminds me of, like we, we talked a little bit about again last last again listeners go back and listen to our previous uh seltzer episode that was episode 19 uh two seltzer two friday <laughs> where we talked about all the core seltzers and we kind of talked about again like cores came out like after bud light it seems like all of these big producers big breweries are, are kind of introducing their own uh, seltzer flavors um it looks, I guess Tom Tom said it right. It looks just like the Bud Light kind of can design, but a little bit kind of more stripped down. It's I, I do like a lot of the elements on here. Like it has some calories, it's got the sugar, um, it's got all the ingredients. Tom, I'm surprised Tom didn't mention it, but if you look at the ingredients, it says it contains barley. So contains no, but oh, barley. it doesn't say it though, like as its own separate thing. No, it doesn't. No, it's just on the regular. That's what I always get when it says like as its own little bubble. It says like warning contains barley. That's when I call it out. If you just Uh, put it if if you just put it in your ingredients, that's fine. That's fine. That's an ingredient. They're not, but like other like Molson, they just have like its own little box where like contains barley. It's like come on, no fucking shit. It does. Yeah, it's it's interesting though. It contains like yeast. It contains natural flavor, hop extract. Mm-hmm. it's interesting I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to taste i'm just going to kick off scoring i'm going to give it a 6.5 it's just kind of plain it's okay but i kind of feel like the other seltzers in the space have a little bit more going on it feels they just took like the kind of beer template and slapped the seltzer on uh, which i i mean people are going to like all the nerds are going to go back through our history like well actually for Bud light episode you gave it like a 8.5 well, so it should yeah, be the was... same it's like well sorry man it was a while ago it's how you uh, feel yeah that's how I feel now. today. The living the now. <laughs> um, what do you think? I'm going to give this a 7.5 because I think it's a hair under the Bud Lights, actually like a regular Bud Light can because I think Bud Light really made their own kind of entity with theirs and try to separate. And I think this kind of follows it and it's like how they have like the very faded Amhauser Bush crest that you can kind of see, but only in like in the light. So that's why I give it 7.5. So I'm going to come right in the middle. I'm going to give it a seven. I think it's much better than the nude can. Anytime you slap on the the Budweiser crest, and like you mean business, you're attaching it to a brand that's like, it's been around forever. And um, I, I just like to see that. I actually feel like it's really cool. I think that's one thing that's kind of, um, it's not missing, but it should be more prominent on all of the Bud products. Like I, I like the nineties, early two thousands Budweiser can. And I feel like they took at least one element of that and attached it to this. All righty. You guys ready? Oh yeah. I'm ready. It's been a really good uh, episode. Guess what time it is. It's cracking time. 
It's cracking time. ASMR, turn up the volume. Because you're going to need a new pair of pants. Uh, yeah. Turn on radio. Sorry, that came in my head. And I can't control myself. But I'm three, two, one. Crock up. That was pretty in unison on var- on like a grade three parter crack. Let's see how it's it very smells. Sweet. It smells like just like raspberries. It's like really cherry, to be honest. Oh yeah, it, these are all black cherry, <laughs> which is kind of its own tardiness. Well, it pours pig. No, I'm just kidding. It pours the same. Thing <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm like, I'm, I'm truly waiting for that. Sorry, yeah, for it to be like orange or something. Here, but um, we're good now. Um, he's fine. That's him though. It pours yeah. pink. Got you, rookie bitch. I'm waiting for that. Like, I, I have to say, like, sometimes I get oddly surprised. Like, we did that Spectrum episode, and there were, like, lime chunks in it. I'm like, oh, my God, we did this for a it's reason. Cool. Yeah, it's cool, though, to see it. I think because everyone just drinks it straight out of the can. So, no, you're supposed like, to drink it in the glass. That's how you're supposed to. Oh, I like this. I got to say. Yeah. Very, it, this comes closer to a White Claw, for sure. I like this better, to be honest. And White Claw. Oh, surprising. Yeah. I feel like you're just a like- guy through and through. But I, I okay, so yeah. I'm just gonna talk through this and we can like we can we can debate it. I feel yeah. like this has a better cherry element to it, but the white claw has a better aftertaste. I'll agree with you on that because I have now getting the aftertaste. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, just like you, you, there's no regrets throughout the entire drink. And I'm not saying this one has a terrible aftertaste. I just feel like the White Claw one has a better one. It's interesting though, like on this one, yeast is one of the ingredients. And I feel like this one has more of like a yeasty beer taste to it. Uh, well, yeah, these are, these are again, these are malt based. Yeah, but like these even the other pr- ones tasted more like just like water. This one tastes more like a, like a hybrid between like a beer and a water. Like I'm getting more of like a, a flavor in my mouth, like Alex said, like um, it's not as sweet as the White Claw, that's for sure. Like it has more yeah. stripped down taste. But then again, the White Claw was gluten-free, like we said, like how it did use gluten-free grain. That's yeah. what kind of sets it off from the yeastiness. So Bud Light has a bit of malted rice in it and White Claw doesn't. And I feel like that's what we're tasting at the end. Well, that's a key ingredient in like Amhauser Bush is the rice because yeah. that's so in some places that they only they try to use specifically rice so that way they can say that it's kind of um, it's a vegan or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a Nate for taste. Like I like it. Um, I, I feel like I think I gave the nude Nate as well, but I I feel like this one while it isn't as like kind of stripped down to the extent that the nude was, where it kind of almost tasted just like a vodka water. Um, I do like how the actual like kind of soda component feels a little bit more complex. Like it feels a little bit more bready. Like I'm kind of tasting more of kind of like the Bud Light notes in it, which is kind of, I think kind of goes to like the Bud Light branding. Like it kind of has its own distinct flavor in the soda itself, but the flavor of the cherry is just, I'm sorry, it kind of sucks and it's not bad, but it's just like very, it's like, I can be drinking raspberry. Like it just doesn't have like a very distinct cherry taste. Whereas like the White Claw has like a very sweet, very distinct black cherry taste that you just, you, you continuously taste like the aftertaste is very strong, but it's not like overly sweet and artificial. Like it very, feels very pleasant. This one, as a consequence, it, it's not as sweet. It kind of feels like a marriage between the nude and the white claw, but and to some extent doesn't really like satisfy either audiences. I'm going to give it an eight. 
I want to give it an 8.5 because I think, again, I agree with you, John. I don't think this has that cherry flavor like the White Claw did. But I think for drinkability and like this, like a happy balance between like the White Claw and the Newt, I think this fits in perfect. I kind of like this a little bit better. That's just me. But I, yeah, I, I think this tastes really good and I can drink this all day. Maybe I can drink almost like a whole 12 pack and then not regret it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Or like buy like a Shaquille O'Neal jersey afterwards <laughs> and not regret it. Shout out so to Shaquille O'Neal. I'm going to take a different approach here. I'm coming into seven. Um, I think this is trying to be a white claw, but it's not, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I feel like they're mm. trying to that flavor but at the tail end is not there um but it is worth noting like how much um anheuser bush is actually like investing in the seltzer kind of flavored beer market like with bud light lime bud light lemonade orange apple all that stuff um the largest brewery in new york state that they own near baldwinsville is um there's only one of 12 that they operate in the u.s um but in northern of- new york yeah like upstate of- new york in terms of like producing a bunch of different brands of beer because some of them are just geared towards cranking out blue or something like that or cranking out bud for anheuser bush but um it makes 75 beverages under one roof um which is like 82 million cases or something like that but if you actually split out the volume 60 percent, which is probably closer to 100 um even a decade ago is like bud bud light bush michelob ultra and in other loggers, and then um, another 10% of that is just kind of the craft beers that are produced by them. But then 30%, like almost a third of their entire output is just flavored alcohol, beverages, seltzers, and like non-beer drinks. So like the, it, this is definitely like capturing a lot of the market that just used to buy Budweiser too. Yeah, I think they really do good on their um, their like commercialization and media for it. I think it's pretty good. In likely to recommend, I'm just going to go sevens across the board. I feel like someone could try this. Like it's not offensive in taste. I just think there's better options. Okay. I want to give it an eight for recommendation because I enjoy this personally. And I think people would like, if you didn't like like White Claw for whatever reasons, I say you should try this instead. I think you might like that. Like people who are like more of a beer drinker might like this better. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna go at it with a nine. I think like the soda component of it is very interesting. Like stripping out the kind of flavor, like the black cherry flavor. I think it's like a very pleasant drinking experience. However, the flavor has a little bit to be kind of desired. I found that the uh, the nude one was a little bit more closer to kind of like a typical like vodka water, like a cocktail, which I did like, but I think it's a little bit less recommendable. This one, I think, again, would be, you could give this to anyone and I feel like they would enjoy it. However, I feel like they would probably like the white claw a little bit more and I would be more inclined to like recommend that one. So a nine for me, which is still, I mean, an amazing score, but it's kind of weird. This is the first episode where I feel like, at least on my end, where I'm kind of like going You're a little very bit more, negative, I'm but you rate it high. Taste, but like yeah, the recommendation very high because like, these are recommendable. Like, yeah. You're coming in, you're like, I don't know. I like taste five, recommendable 10. It's it's just the way it is because it's like I have to also – I'm trying to kind of weigh them against each other, but again, these are drinks well, that a lot I, of people I feel like that's like. totally fair. Like your palate is different than a bunch of other people, but if you recognize that in terms of like actually telling people, hey, you should try this, like 
I like some pretty like disgusting beers, I'd say, or like, <laughs> I don't think they are, but most people think they are. Um, I just wouldn't tell them to buy it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go be out a, of your uh, way. A Lone Star sales rep. Drink um, the shit. <laughs> yo, shout out to Lone Star. That's a, still a good beer. I know, Mike. Same with Rainier. Rainier, excellent beer. But um, yeah, watch our Texas beers episode. That was episode number. I have it on hand, number fifteen. Yeah. Go back and check that one out, folks. You get to hear me fucking talk incoherently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the episode where Tom fell asleep. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, I don't think our audience will know that, but a little bit of trivia. Right, for right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go into the next thing. No modifier for me. I just don't think that this beer like. I feel like they're just a late entrant to the market without anything overly special and new. That's how I would describe it. I love Bud Light Lime. I love Bud Light Lemonade. That's something we have to try because you guys haven't. But I like Bud Light Seltzers. Like, I'd just rather have a White Claw. That's how I describe it. I really like this. I'm going to give it the modifier. Hey, very, nice. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has, I wouldn't say I... I wouldn't say I prefer it over the White Claw, but I think I would like to crush a lot of these. Yeah. I think this is like an all-day drinking. Like, you could drink a six-pack. Yeah. Maybe 12. I would, if I had to drink quantity, I feel like I would probably want to drink this over White Claw. Yeah. Like, to be honest. I don't think that... It doesn't have that over-sweetness. I think that's what kind of... It's like the happy medium in between the two. I'm, that being said, I'm not going to give the modifier. Like, I liked it a lot. Uh... This is a weird episode for modifier because again the white claw modifier I just felt like it was like the kind of the prime one in the space. But uh, yeah, nothing really nothing. Away this one. I did like it. Like I like the soda component of it, but um, I think I was pretty good for scoring and pretty fair. Nice. I um oh. this is a fun episode. I actually really enjoy these seltzer episodes. It's uh yeah, yeah seltzer Sundays are a great time. Seltzer Sunday Monday edition. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some people might have like that stigma, like are you drinking the seltzer? Really? It's like, man, you should really try these. I think you'd be pretty I happy. I totally agree. Um, hey, results are in. Let's just go right through them here. Yes, yes. Uh, analytics on department. The, on the White Claw, John, you came in at an 8.8. .8. Tom and myself came in at an 8.3, which gives oh, us 8.5 overall. I think that's a very nice. fair score for that drink. It's pretty good. pretty good score, yeah. And when we get into the nude. Um, the nudie. Yeah, when we get nude, John is a 7.7. 7. Okay. Tom is a 7.2. Okay. I'm a 6.3. Oh, what? Which wow. gives us a 7.1 overall, which I fully oh. agree with. I was pretty close. Uh, that. I think it's pretty good, but I'm all, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm just trying I'm really trying to pull down John's score, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four point one. <laughs> um and on the Bud Lights, uh John, you came in at a seven point eight. Tom, you came in at an 8.2, and I came in at a uh, – just give me one second here. I think there's some funny math here. Yeah, there definitely is some funny math. Give me one second. We'll okay. This is a transition time. I thought he was there. Okay, so I'll just I'll go from the top and you guys can redo this. So when it comes to Bud Light, John came in at a 7.8, Tom came in at an 8.2, and I came in at a 7.0, which gives us a 7.7 .7 overall. Fully yes. agree. It System went up, works. score went up a bit. Yes. System works. System, System works. works. System works, as we always say. 
Our uh, analytics I, department works very hard on this. Yeah, I mean, I liked it came out in the order that I liked them the most. And I think it was good. Like, I think White Cloud, we yeah, kind of I agree because it followed everything that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, nude, if you're into more of like you're not really into like the really sweet kind of cans, alcoholized soda drinks, but you do like kind of like more closer to like a typical like water based cocktail i think you'd like this like a lot it's yeah it's like a drop of bitters in something i would call it re- re- relative to like a pop like artificial sugary yeah and yeah there is and, no sugar that's what it tastes like and i wonder like now that the space is so competitive with like all these people trying to eat white claw like i wonder if there's like a space for like kind of these producers to be and distillers yeah. to be more like we're closer to kind of like the cocktail like oh you like your liquor you kind of you don't want to be like partying like drinking like this sweet kind of drinks well, you just want to have like more of kind of a flavored drink i wonder if it's like a space i think for that. there's a place for both like um even on the iced tea side you've got twisted tea and american vintage which mm-hmm. both kind of levers that malt base like this tastes like an alcoholic nest tea and then you have like white peaks and all of these other smaller ones even nude have coming out with an unsweetened like an actual like sweet tea like or unsweetened yeah tea. Like the real tea, like what's that other one? What's that ice, like the cold brew tea that you can get that has like the flavoring that you can get in like the bottle? Like it's like the real tree tea. Oh, that's yeah, like exactly. Like Tom that's and what I, I were talking say. yesterday and we had the, the American vintage half and half. Like there's a time and a place for both. How was yeah. your golf trip, by the way? Oh, fucking amazing. I uh, I might have won. I want to say yeah, Uh, Alex beat me by like 10 strokes. (laughs) I'll put it that way. At least 10. I think he actually beat me by almost 20. I I almost greened a par four. It was a great day. Like this this is a day that like goes down in history because I will never replicate it again. Good. So so yeah, that means we're going golfing soon then. So then we can destroy your fantasy. Yeah, pretty much. I'll live, I'll live in this like utopian world for like a month and then we'll golf again. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. And if you guys have like other seltzers or stuff that you're fond of that you're into, we're we're probably going to talk about a bunch of them. But if there's something we haven't talked about yet, you're really into, let us know. know, Yeah, DM us. I have two. Two shout-outs on the way out. One is I signed up to BevTry, and I've gotten uh, Tom on it, want to get John on it as well. They have shipped me a couple of seltzers, including the White Claw Watermelon and the Truly yes. Lemonade, and they're both fantastic. No, that's that's the Lemon Life we had. No, oh, Lemon Life, sorry. The Lemon Life seltzer is something we actually need to box and, and try the whole thing because that was very good. That was probably one of my favorite seltzers. Not not disrespecting White Claw, but that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, but yeah, uh, also BevTry, shout out to us. We'll do some reviews on your products. And also, like I, I was following someone on Instagram that's actually worth like kind of like looking in if you if you're actually very into what's available for seltzers. If you're in the U.S. more so than Canada, um, there's the Seltzer Queen who who label labels herself as the Seltzpert. Lauren Powell on Instagram, and she actually did a bracket of everything in White Claw Black Cherry One. So the system wow. works once again. The system we're does. on the curve. We're on the wavelength of the of, our, of other. But other yeah, like, are like you need to order a Salzburg shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to mention before we uh, conclude or wrap up? No, I think we should conclude. 
All right. Well, thanks a bunch for listening. Uh, we're going to see you all. Do you want to say next week? Do we even know what we're talking about next week? Uh, have we planned we have enough beers to figure it out. We're fine. We have, we have a bunch of combinations planned. We have like five or six just like combos already kind of in the works. So uh, who knows what's going to be next? You're going to have to go on Instagram and find out. And you'll know what that is. Right. So, um, all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Again, also, don't drink and drive. Don't operate any heavy machinery. Yeah. And also, know your limits. Right? We're ex- oh, yeah. Again, like John likes to say, we're experienced beersmen. So, just kind of play it safe. Anyhow. Goodbye. Right. Bye-bye. You, you stay classy now. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist. Or on our website, www.natalierevay.com. That's R-I-V-E-T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pints. And our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pints Only. And of course, our email is Only at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.